Ah, we made it to another Saturday. Happy Saturday, everyone. How's it going? My name is Keith Barnes. This is Jacob Bartley. This is the Apocalypse Movies, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power weekly review show. And uh, we talk about the Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power TV show. Airs on Prime Video every week. Uh, we're going to talk about episode seven called The Eye. Though it wasn't the eye the that I, eye. we were expecting. <laughs> uh, I know, right? Two with Lord of the Rings, but uh, yeah, there's lots of other eyes, though. Uh, Jacob Bartley, before I mention, how are you? What is up? I'm great. I think we're supposed to be like this. There we go. Oh, I'm yeah. doing well, man. Hey, we came closer to, yes. to you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, doing well. I watched the episode this morning, which I usually I I had been watching it at midnight Thursday nights, but Oh, okay. Too tired last night. Uh, <laughs> so I watched it this morning and it, I, pretty satisfied. Pretty satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I actually, I watched it last night um, when I got home from work. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jake. <laughs> Jake Blinds in the chat. There we go. Watching Producer Jake. Jake. Yeah, we were just figuring out where the uh the banner and stuff was under so yeah yes. we messed up last week <laughs> jake, jake, jake you come on and produce a show jake we could we could definitely use you um no but uh i got it i got it i got it no no, there you go. no totally absolutely absolutely but uh yeah 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 i watched it last night um i, I watched it I, yeah, I do the same i usually watch it in the morning well i usually watch it in the morning uh saturday morning so we but, we flip-flopped this week. exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I watched it when I got home last night. And then I was going to try to watch it again uh, this afternoon, but I got home uh, really late from work, so I didn't get to. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's another episode. We'll get into it. I, re I really. <laughs> Jay, there yeah. we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> we got to. Um, yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, it seemed to be, uh, like I said, it's called The Eye. And it's, this episode was completely just the aftermath of everything that happened last week. Yes. Uh, except we actually picked up pick up uh, what the Harfoots are going through. Last week we of course did not. But uh, yeah, I mean, and obviously yeah. we didn't get Elrond and Durin last week either. Also, yeah, exactly. This episode did the best job of jumping back and forth between all three storylines. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think I agree. Yeah. With you. I, I was I was okay with it before, but you you are right. This episode actually did it the best. Uh, yeah. Let me, let me let's get that on here real quick. I think I yeah I, I see what yeah, you're saying. So Jake says this Jake show is so up and down. Not to say the episodes are bad, but the pacing is very up and down. Yeah, I agree. If yeah. you've seen the our review show, Keith asked me why do you hate this show so much, <laughs> even though like I just been critical until yeah, no. last week. But I will say, after last week, I was worried that like the high was going to be too high and that yeah. they were going to fall significantly down i don't think they did i knew we weren't going to get an action-packed episode which right. is totally fine we got more than enough action for the whole entire season last week um i just wanted a good episode and i think we got that yeah yeah i agree i agree because everything that happened at the end of that last episode which of course was the uh formation of uh, mount doom the or activation I should say of mount doom and its eruption and then the uh, the aftermath of the eruption. Uh, well, the actually no, we got the eruption. And then this episode, like I said, picks up with the aftermath, and it was very emotional for everyone involved, at least the people that were directly affected by it, uh, the people in the Southlands, yes. 
And then, uh, of course, we saw what happened. It, it reached the Harfoots, which we were wondering if it was going to affect uh, uh, any other parts of Middle Earth. And some of that destruction did reach where, where they are. Um, thought maybe I was wondering if Elrond would uh, have any sense of what just happened, but I guess not. He is underground in a mountain. So, um, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, because I was thinking like, oh, everybody on the planet's gonna be able to see this. Right, right, right. Which and there, well, there may be more, you know, maybe more people that you know obviously have seen and know what happened. Because I mean, it's it's a red sky. It looked like I mean, it's all that like that opening shot of just all the. Let me get to the my notes here. That opening shot was just. I mean, you, you get it opens with uh, Galadriel. Galadriel, as we were wondering, how does she survive this? Um, I guess maybe she just was knocked over by the ash and just whatever shockwave came out. So, yeah, somebody was saying that, like, it's not, uh, like, it's not the, it wasn't lava coming down. Right. It was just, like, the smoke. Smoke and ash. Down. Probably just and the shockwave. Which, which can still harm people, obviously, which we saw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And Well, not only that, but all the... Uh, structures that are around like all that stuff the biggest damage seemed to be from people being near any structures or trees or whatever like just all the of course there are fireballs falling all over the place but yeah um, it was pretty pretty brutal to see the first shot i wrote, I wrote was our first note i wrote excuse me was uh oh my god that horse we see a horse trotting by on fire which was ooh. oh my goodness yeah <laughs> and we we were talking about the anti-horse violence when exactly. they uh, <laughs> And uh, we get a in horse the last stab. episode, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here, let me uh, put this real quick. Uh, Jake, our buddy Jake, says, uh, "Thank you, Jake, for watching along." So the hope it finishes very strong and sets out for a consistent season two. I think it definitely will. I think it definitely will. Yeah. I think if if this last two episodes, hopefully the finale will be, which we'll get to that later, watching the preview. But uh, yeah, I think I think the stuff that we're more used to, I think it's going to come. Probably uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and prior to that, Jake said he thinks the show or the season's been kind of a miss because they took six episodes to get to some good stuff. But and like I, I mean, it seems like Jake is a little bit more critical than I have been. But I like I said last week. So Jake, Hayes, what did I Jake say? Hayes, I said all is forgiven because of episode six. Like yeah, there has to be room for like okay. Yeah, it's been iffy so far, but if you deliver right now this week, then I'm all, all on board 100%. And that's what episode six did for me. So I think, and episode seven was strong too. It was episode yeah. seven was more of a, a, a dialogue and character, very, like, yeah, and politically driven episode. And emotional, and I like very emotional that as well. For this, yeah, emotional for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Like a, a mass destruction. Jake, I'm just kidding. I know Jake doesn't. But uh, uh, Gladriel survived. The queen survived. <laughs> the queen survived. And I wrote, oh, Isulur's friend died. That was tough. That was actually like, oh, man, his friend was just talking about how. Uh, oh, so that was the guy who said. He was going to stay. Uh, they were like, did you have enough battle for a week? And he's like, right. maybe for a lifetime. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and he was going to stay and help settlers. Like, I love that because people can relate to that. You know, like war is not for everybody. And like. Yeah. And there are certain people who, like, if they're called to action and they need to go to war, they will. They're willing to. And there's right. some people that it's just they should 
they don't not for they shouldn't be on a battlefield but they can help in other ways right and exactly. so like that was that kind of guy yeah that's exactly right yeah well, some not you know obviously not everything's for everyone yeah some people that uh, it just you're not a soldier you know that's why you have obviously in different uh forms of military or different uh different jobs like you said yeah he find another way to help he's probably looking forward to being uh like i said he's gonna stay behind and help the southland people uh settle and wherever they were going to settle and um you know it's probably more of a humanitarian type of guy so yeah it's too bad he, he, I, I really like the character it was uh his two friends there and so uh yeah definitely was a sense of loss when one of them one, one of them died yeah so i mean to me this drives to one of my negatives is like oh why are they make i mean they're doing it for the father right but why are they making yeah. it such a like a like a big deal like Isildur might be dead. We know he's not dead. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> That's literally what like, I was I was just about to say. They're like tripling down on it. Like oh, is Isildur dead? Like obviously not, but I do like seeing the dad get emotional over the potential loss of his son, but right. I don't know. Are they really trying to trick audiences into thinking that? I wonder if it's just about the payoff that like you said the dad thinks he's dead. And maybe mm-hmm. the friends don't know. So when we get to that moment when they see him, it's you know because him and his dad have have kind of been having you know a, a tough a tough time in their relationship with Isildur. What does he want to do with himself? Uh, his dad wants him to go in a certain direction. Isildur doesn't not really sure if he wants to go that direction. And then then he does get involved in the way he gets involved. And so we, we're seeing I think uh, that evolution of their relationship and so when i think i think when we do get to, i'm sure i don't know if it'll be next in the finale or not i don't know uh it's eight episodes right that's the finale or yeah it, so it next eight? week's okay. the last episode so yeah. the last one. okay yeah well whenever yeah we get to that one it might i think that payoff because like i said we know he's not dead um they better be shooting season two right already i know i was wondering <laughs> about that i, like, I, hope, I, hope I don't want to wait more than a year yeah, same. from the release of episode one to watch this well, we do. I was wondering too. Uh, we didn't see Aaron Deer or Bronwyn. We didn't know if they survived uh, at this point. And yeah, so a bunch of people seemed like they got separated. Uh, so it's just a mess. It's a mess. Okay, so filming for second uh, season oh. two started on October third, so Ooh. literally five days ago. Excellent. So, All right, it's coming. Relatively about, soon. Probably next uh when did it start in August or September, whenever it was started. Yeah. So yeah. Great. All right. Hopefully, hopefully they will release it uh this time this time next year. So uh yeah. The next note I said, oh uh yeah, Queen survived. Oh, uh, the volcanic destruction even reached the Harfoots. So we actually cut to the Harfoots, see what's been going on with them. They're traveling. They arrive at their place, uh the forgot what they called it. Uh was it the grove or something like that? I don't know. Wherever it was they were traveling to, uh, they arrive and find it's all burned and wrecked, and all the food and stuff they were gonna harvest was destroyed, and it sucks. So, uh, what do you think about uh, the Harfoots? Harfoot scene. Yeah, I mean, I, first of all, I was just glad to see them again because yes. I mean, even though, like I said, I agreed with the choice to only include the Southlands battle in episode six, like. I agree with that choice, but it was nice to go back to the Harfoots and I'm just, look, I, like I told you before, visiting them, being with 
with those characters, it feels the most like Lord of the Rings. Like mm -hmm. it feels, it makes me feel uh, involved in the world more. But at the same time, like they're a little wishy-washy on like their, um, I guess not their morals, but like their set of rules. Yeah. Like the, the, I don't know what they call their leader. Um, but you know, the, the man gentleman yeah. who's leading the, the Harfoots, um, maybe he's their chief or their general or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like he, he's like, Oh, I don't know. But, but then again, the, the stranger has given him reason to, to go keep going back and forth. Like right. he saved his wife and then he's now he's like bringing the, the fruit back and all right, right, the, right. so like it's been interesting but no but yeah. i still do enjoy these characters uh nori is one of my favorite characters on the show yeah yeah yeah, yeah. she's definitely growing me. although it is interesting her her uh she's her wariness around the stranger now because he, obviously she thought maybe he hurt her um even though it wasn't yeah i mean she offered him an apple so is that a sure sign of of peace of forgiveness sure. yeah yeah um okay. and real quick andy hi andy how's it going uh andy says i think this is in, maybe in response to me and and jake uh eh, eh, any adaptation of tolkien's works is going to have a slow start all of his works start super slow yes i would agree with that. yeah i guess that makes sense think about fellowship of the ring how long does it take till you get to to um what's the elf kingdom called rivendell how long does it take till you get to Rivendell? And so then after they put the fellowship together and yeah. actually start going on in the adventure, yeah, that's like an hour and a half into like, the movie. Exactly. About to say so yeah. in a sense, he's right. Yeah. 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 When you got established, and this being a series, you, you're gonna take more time to establish everyone. Yeah. Uh, not just the characters, but the the world. So, um, and in each place where they come from and where they're going. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Oh, and I guess this is what they call their leader, the trail finder. Trail finder. Something okay. like that. That yeah, makes so. sense. I knew oh, they, they wouldn't call him king or president or something like that. I knew it was <laughs> going to be something like a little bit more humble or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they're all asking the stranger to to fix fix the trees. Which he or, or the, well, they ask uh Nori to ask him to fix the trees. Um but he just kind of starts doing it. <clears throat> but I do love there was one point where uh, he's he's kind of touching the trees and he's chanting something in his language. And then they're like, what's he doing? And the leader, Trailfinder, says, he's talking to the trees. And the lady says, trees don't talk. And he's like, some do. <laughs> Which I thought was pretty Oh, <laughs> Well, didn't we see them? Didn't we yes. see they some of the trees them. earlier in the show? Yeah, I think maybe. They have a name that... What are they called? The ants. The, it's like a shortener. Ants, right? Yeah, ants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, what? That's weird because tree. Be no, 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 I was gonna say tree beard said he's not a tree, but he is because he says he is. I don't know. It's I, well, I, maybe trees are the trees that we know, and yeah. their species is like related to trees, trees but they're not yeah. trees. You know? Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, I guess that would. That's what it would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, that was a great line. But yeah, the stranger tries to bring the tree back to life. Seemingly didn't work. But the tree branches fall down, nearly fall on Nori and uh, another little kid. So everyone's mad at the stranger again. <laughs> Even though he didn't 
mean to do that. And uh, you know, they walked up to him again. If you see the stranger doing something, leave him, stay back, stay away from him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, <laughs> first they're all they're scared of the stranger. Now they're at now he, then he saves them. Now they ask for his help. Oh, he accidentally knocks a tree down. Now they're scared of him and mad at him. Oh, now they need his help again to bring the tree. <laughs> like I just keep going back and forth. Like yeah. maybe do it twice. Don't do it like sure. four times. Yeah. But uh, I just want to say really quick, I looked it up. So the leader of the Harfoots, his name is uh, Sadik Burroughs. So S-A-D-O-C yes. Burroughs. So now we got to know, we know his name now. Yes. Um, and yes, you're correct, Andy. It is the trail finder. Mm-hmm is the leader of the they basically lead the way yes and they're they're an expert in like constellations and stuff so they can find you know they basically know how to map around i guess <laughs> right oh that's great and good and let me just highlight this here yes andy uh some of the trees are also sentient treebeard and the ants while looking at the trees are the guardians shepherds of the talking trees yes uh i do now that you say that andy i do remember treebeard saying that yes so very good and he says some of these three, some of these when, when they get to Isengard and all the trees are destroyed, he's like, Some of these trees were my friends. So yeah. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, <clears throat> I need to watch those the movies again sometime yeah. soon. Uh let's see. Uh so yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And like we said, if you see the stranger chanting or doing something like Get away from him. Don't go up to him and try to touch him or talk to him or see That him. makes no sense. Stay away. I know. <laughs> you think Yeah, so honestly, him. that's their fault. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yes. You see Just like we said about Nor Nor and then none of the adults try to stop them either. Right. Like, exactly. From getting so exactly. close. So they're Yeah. Yeah. So uh so we jump to Elrond. Finally we get Wait, to- hold on. It's oh. like if you invite like someone for like a birthday party and they're like throwing swords and they're juggling swords. And then the kids get like stand right next Ooh, to them and they get their face them. slit. Exactly. And they're like, Oh no, it's your fault. Like, no, <laughs> why is your, you letting your kid come back so up. close to me? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That just Stay reminded back. me of something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we jumped to uh, Elrond. He's uh, uh yes. When we last saw him, Elrond is so good. Durin, he and Duran were, uh, Talking about the Mithril, Durin's going to help him go to the king and see his his father, King Durin, which I'll get to that in a second, uh, and see if they can make a deal to try to get the Mithril for the elves who are dying. They need the light from the Mithril. The el- elves are losing their light. They're all going to die. They don't get this uh, jump start from the, the Mithril, this uh, ore that has uh, apparently been found in a huge mine. Uh, an even bigger mine than they thought, as as as, as it turns out, um, underneath the uh, mountain there where the dwarves live. Uh, Elrond making this plea to the king reminded me of Padme pleading with the Gungans for their help. Oh yeah! In uh, episode one, that's what I thought about in the Phantom Menace. Uh, so, what do you think about this scene? Um, wait, what scene was it again? But Elrond making the plea to the king. Oh, yeah, for... yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. You just said that. Yeah, no, I thought that was great. And I, this was my favorite thing about this episode was the back and yeah. forth between uh, the Dwarf King and Elrond and then between Durin and his father. Mm-hmm. I guess he's King Durin. So he's Durin the third is yeah. the king and Durin the fourth is the is Prince Durin. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I love that stuff. And I... 
see sometimes in television shows, even movies, like you have Elrond give that, you know, you know, give his argument, and the king's like, I don't know if I should do it. Okay, I'll do it. But right. this king is so stern on his beliefs, and you know, not willing to sacrifice in order to just evolve, kind of. Yes. So, like, I, yeah, this is this is some of the best stuff we've been saying all season long that Elrond and Durin were were some of our favorite parts of this whole series, and they yeah. they did a great job. And look, Robert Arameo is the guy who plays Durin. Or no, no, he plays Elrond, and he is so—he was made to play this role. He's so good. I didn't even know this. He's from Game of Thrones. I looked that up last night. I, I saw and that. He too. plays uh, Eddard Stark, which I freaking—how did I not know that? How, and now and I'm looking at his I was face. Gonna bring that of up. He does. Wow. <laughs> and he's, also, but he's uh, barely in Game of Thrones. It's like flashback scenes. Uh, Adar is also from Game of Thrones. He plays another Stark character. Uh, the character, the actor that plays Adar. I mean, uh, why not get bring some of those actors <laughs> in? They already movie? know the genre yeah. and everything. <laughs> so why not? Yes. Um, I'll look that up, who he played. Yeah, <laughs> I, saw, I, I saw that last night. Oh, there's another Stark person. Uh, Joseph Mao. Okay, let me yeah. see. I didn't get the... Uh, I just noticed... Oh, it's hard to tell who he is in the... In his Adar makeup and and, sure. and all that, but now I can see him. Uh, yeah, let me see who he is in Game of Thrones. Stark is a uh, uh, Sophie Turner was see she was Stark right? Is that, is that her? Yes, she is. Yeah, okay. she's one of the Stark daughters. Oh, Stark, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah, he's... yeah, he played uh yeah Benjen Stark in Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. I'm Starks. Uh, he's one of the uncles, yeah. Okay. Okay. Did he die a horrible death? I'm sure he probably died from a terrible death. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Well, no. Actually, no, he doesn't. I don't know. i never seen it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I wrote King Durin basically says to Elrond, sorry, but no. Uh he didn't even say sorry. He's, he's like he essentially says, "I wrote down that life has chosen them for extinction," which I kind of I lifted that. Yeah, up. no, he doesn't even say sorry. Like he's sure, not apolog- said, yeah. He did, yeah. apologetic at all. And right. so, if I'm remembering right, by the time we get to the original trilogy timeline, the the, the dwarves and the elves they are don't they aren't they like not they don't get along right? Beef, or they haven't beef. got along. Yeah, so like, is this the reason why? I wonder. I wonder. I think it's always been contentious between those two. Uh, I mean, Durin called them allies in this episode, yeah, which did. did they just recently become allies because of Durin? Maybe it's possible. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, there may have been an alliance between the two. Yeah, you might be right. You might be right. Their their uh, their beef may be because of this. It could be. I well, I wonder. But, if the we'll see though well well they are mining at least i mean according to the trilogy they are mining the the dwarves are mining the myth themselves but i do wonder. oh yeah of course yeah yeah well there's gonna i I mean there's gonna be things that happen there's a ball rag coming up exactly yes so so is that that must be the ball rag when the mithril was created 
and then that, that they it, were somehow it got trapped fighting. down there. Yes. Yes. Which I know they're kind of like magical creatures or whatever, but dang, it can survive a long time, huh? Well, I mean, yeah, it's a big, big With, giant fire. It doesn't man. need food. Fire monster. No, it probably eats mithril. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it eats dwarves. I don't know. Maybe. Wait, so mithril? Oh, missing dwarves. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. So the mithril brings things back to life. Pretty much. So does the stranger. That's a good. You know what? I did not make that connection. Because is the stranger the elf from the battle? No, he's not an elf, though. Yeah, no, he's, hmm. he's not. He's not. Oh well. Because we'll wait, that. We'll get to that. Because uh, based on the 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 uh, the preview for next week, I, I have a. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, so they do cut to uh, Durin and his wife, Princess Disa. She is not happy about the decision the king has made. By the way, I love her character. Same. This conversation same. between them almost made me tear up. Yes. Honestly. And he makes a, I mean, I laughed out loud, hilarious joke about her mother. That was hilarious. Because <laughs> she insults the king, says he's a, a what, flea, what'd she say? Tick or tick uh, infested beard or whatever. I forgot what she said. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said his, he had a tick infested beard. He's like, I don't like when you say bad things about my mother, basically. And he's like, well, yeah, except she actually does have a tested beard or something like that. And wow. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> that was a good scene. I, I love I love the, the two of them and uh, Elrond. Yeah, I think you're right, me right. That's probably my favorite part of the show uh, is them. Yeah, and then he throws the mithril, little mithril rock. Um, well, Elrond comes back to, to life. Elrond yeah. comes to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. It's a very emotional farewell between the two of them. Um, and as he's leaving, yeah, uh, <clears throat> he throws the rock towards that leaf. And yeah, see the leaf come back to life. And they freak out. They yell for him to come back. That's the end of that scene. But yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. I wrote down the mythical stone brings the leaf back to life. I wonder, but he drops that leaf down later, though. I don't know if it was what brought that bell rock to life. I'm wondering. I mean, leaf, so, he, just, he throws the leaf in there, and then it wakes. It burns. Yeah, it maybe it needs like some type of life around it. I don't know, some form of life around it to activate, or it could yeah. just be stuck down there. But and I feel a, like it would be able to break out. A leaf woke it up. Like it's crazy. I don't know. It's either. <laughs> I watched. I went back. Possibly rewound it. Watched like nothing else. It just he just dropped that leaf down there. And... Maybe he's just been down there and he saw the leaf fall and like they're <laughs> oh like. But why would he just stay down there? Yeah, that's what. Was, yeah, unless like yeah, I don't know. He was dormant for some reason. It could be a situation where the Balrog needs some type of life to. Um, yeah. Just to like, I don't know, to wake up. Yeah. Farrell thinks uh, Sauron. Sauron woke it up. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, or maybe it's the the mountain. Maybe I don't know the volcano. Activates everything else woken up. Maybe the connected to that volcano, Mount Doom. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, oh yeah, so, uh, yeah. Here, Andy. Uh, pretty sure as it is just sleeping, and then like the sense of life, nature could easily trigger it. That's possible. That's what I was wondering. 
too when I, uh, when I was that's exactly what I was thinking as I was watching a scene and asking like well, just so there must just be just nothing down there but as soon as like just yeah. a leaf falls down the leaf immediately burned up and he woke up so I mean there's mithril down there though but maybe it's not the same thing maybe yeah. the mithril itself is not alive you know um but do we think like there has to be something that ties into this in next week's episode right because i mean if they do a situation where like we don't even see the ball rag again or like that would be strange or it's um but do you think maybe it breaks out it starts attacking the dwarves the elves come and save them and then that set makes the king say okay you guys saved our ass, so yeah, let's we can make a deal. Yeah. Or does the king them. die, and then Durin becomes king, and then yeah. he's willing to help. If he he makes a an executive decision like Durin, Prince Durin tried to, because Prince Durin was just like, and just kind of well, just jump ahead. Uh, he discovers there's way more of that mithril than they thought they had. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like it's enough, more than enough, for them to have. And to give to L to the elves. Yeah, he so, just doesn't want to help them. He said, "Close it back up." Right. Like well, the king we said, don't even. We're not even going to touch it now. Right for but now. Prince was as he was showing it to uh, Elrond. He was just like, you know, let's. let's, let's it seemed like he was going to be like, let's just get it because that's what his wife was telling him. Like, listen. You're well, that's what over. they were going to do. Right. But I knew. I knew the king was going to show up in that yeah. scene. Yeah, I knew it. You can feel it. <laughs> Absolutely. And you just, yeah, you're just like, oh, he's, he's in so much trouble. Um, well, they have a great tier. And let me just go over to that part of my notes. So, well, okay. Another great scene I wrote. Another great scene between Elrond and Durin. Elrond makes fun of him, calls him, this is really funny. He's like, Durin, son of Durin, grandson of, and, he, and then Durin cuts him <laughs> off. And it's like, all right, all right, make your jokes. He's like, there's nothing more honorable for a dwarf than to take on the name of his father or something like that. So apparently they're all named Durin. <laughs> Everybody in his, all the males in his line. So line. was he saying that like, oh, we all, we have our own little nicknames internally. Like we only tell it to our family, our brothers. And he was about to tell him. Yes. And then Elrond said, save it. Wait, save it for the other side or something like that. He said, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was awesome. And I just absolutely just love the relationship between the two of them. I love their friendship. It's really great. Um, I'm still worried it might end tragically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're... I hope not. Like, but... He says that. He basically calls him his brother to his face, and then he tells his dad he that father. He's, more, he's just as a brother to me as if he came from my mother's womb or whatever. Which, really, I, the dad did not like at all. That was like the... Yeah. That was like the thing that set the dad over the edge. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's that. Well, I wrote... Uh, my note here is that the fight between father and son it was similar to thor and odin the fight they had in the first thor movie yeah uh because he uh durin the prince durin really goes back at his father tells him hey you're too busy uh stuck in the past and like andy our, our buddy andy thing says here stubbornness of dwarves personified and during uh, the prince durin basically tells his father that like hey we gotta we gotta move on these are our allies we gotta work with them we can't let them an entire race of people that are our allies just die because we want to keep all of this stuff for ourselves we have something that could help them why would we not help them and uh, it's a, it's a yeah it's a good scene you can see the 
Prince Duran would be a great leader. You know, so. Uh, yeah, no, I think so. Because he's ready to, like, evolve the kingdom and involve the dwarves as a species. So, right. and look, he said that he's basically going to deck them out for five centuries. Right. And, like, by the time of five centuries of being, like, having all that stuff, you're going to be able to flourish so much that basically the dwarves would be set up for life. Right. You know, from this. And, yeah. but the again, the king's being stubborn. stubborn. And I was wondering, real, before I forget, do you think that Elrond having that little piece of mithril like helps keep him alive? Helps him. I, I was thinking about that. That's a great point. It, yeah. it must, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't make such a big deal about him having it. Like they keep, he gave it back, then they threw it, and then he ends up having it back again. Right. Yeah, I wonder if it, I thought he tried to give it. I know there was a one point, I can't remember, the last episode. Well, no, that would have been uh, before that. Uh, where he tried to give it back to Durin, and Durin told him to keep it. Um, yeah, and then he did give it back and to And then him. he did, yes. And right. then that whole thing with the leaf happened. Right. Now, yeah, so that was that same I'm guessing piece. once, uh, is it not? No, I, I didn't know for a second. I thought maybe he... Yeah, I think it is the same piece. It's the okay. same piece. Okay. And I think what happened was either when they called him back, they just gave it back to him, or as he was being escorted out, Durin he, slipped it to him. He, yeah. Just, oh, it's, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I'll have to watch it again. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we jumped around just a little bit, but I will jump back to Galadriel. Talking to Theo. They appear to have been separated, like I said. Uh, Galadriel blames herself for everything that just happened. Which... Eh, I don't know. I was thinking about that. I was like, eh, there's a lot. Well, I mean, look, if they never came, this, if they never came in the first place, it still would have happened. It would have happened. Yes. Because that so was just more plan. people would have died. Just more of the Southlanders would have died. Well, yes. Yes. Although, or all of them. <laughs> well, later on, Theo blames himself. Which also, yeah, maybe because if he hadn't they were looking for that thing. It was a key to open up that. I mean, they would have found it eventually, whether he had it or somebody else had it or not. So, um, all that I think, yes, you're right. Would have would have happened regardless. Uh, but yeah, they do have the classic "this is all my fault" conversation. That all we I saw that on the TV show Arrow. All every second or third episode, play Oliver was blaming himself for. Uh, some character was blamed. Oh, yeah, it's everyone's it's, fault. Everyone, yes. It's Aaron Deere's fault. It's... Everyone says it's my fault. Everyone says it's yeah. all my fault. And somebody else says, no, this is all my fault. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, sometimes it's like not. But, right. Sometimes something, something bad just happens. But I mean, like, you can blame certain things on Galadriel here. I mean, sure. She was kind of right about the the presence of the orcs and some type of conspiracy going on. Yes. She was right about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're right. And she's been right about that this whole time. Uh, you know, maybe her pursuit, her, uh, her motives were obviously partially so self, self. When I started this episode, I read the description and it said Adar ponders a new name or something. And I was yes. like, and I was like, what? Okay. Well, first of all, I was like, oh, cool. Like, is he Sauron or whatever? And then I was like, no, they were talking about naming the Southlands. They weren't talking about his type, like right. his name name. Right. And I'm like, was that to throw us off? Like, that's because you're right. Because for, for a second, I was wondering uh, when we see him uh, later on, where he's like, no, this is a, uh, he's like, whatever he said, rule, hail the king of the Southlands or whatever. 
And they're like, no, no, no. And he was like, I thought he was going to say, I'm no longer Adar. Call me Sauron or something. I And I was wondering if when he said he killed Sauron, he was talking about a version of himself. You like how, like how Kylo Ren says, I killed Ben Solo or whatever he says. Whatever, I can't remember what he said. But something alluding to that. I don't know. But um, I thought it was going to be one of those situations. Um, But no, yeah, he's talking about the name of the land. It's cool that they put it on the screen uh, in that black font, too. Mordor, which we kind of, we knew all along that this is going to be the beginnings of Mordor, um, which is a terrible, terrible place. Um, But so uh, the queen is found alive. Isildur is presumed dead. We get that scene where the queen and Elendir, uh, yeah, Elendir and uh, Istudor's friend are walking. And I, said, I wrote, oh no, the queen has lost her vision. That was sad. Yeah, I love the way they did it, honestly. When she's yeah. like, oh, how long uh, we're until we're out of the smoke? And then like it it was they just stopped. like complete silent for like 30 seconds with right. everybody like looking at or the two guys looking at her. And it stopped walking, and then she's Damn. like, and she figures it out. She's like, "Oh, how long have we been out of the smoke?" They're they're like, yeah, like a long time ago. And so you can see her do great acting by her, great performance by her, as always. But but especially in this point where she's just looking ahead still, and they don't, they're getting emotional, and she's just like, "Please don't say anything. Just just keep going. Basically, we'll deal with it later," you know. But it was like, oh, that sucks. Like you're wondering if they asked her what she can see, and she, I think she just said, just it's just gray or something like that. Um, yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Like the, you know, the after effect of the volcano erupting or whatever, it might have just got straight in her eyes. Yeah, and messed her up. You know, so right. like people were injured and hurt still. Everyone except Gladriel, and yeah, everyone except the little kid too. Kid. So right. it's like no scratches. Let's go. <laughs> But he may have lost his mom. His heart's broken. He's sad. Okay, this brings up one of oh, okay. You just reminded me. I only took one note. I've been I was taking a bunch of notes when the show first started, but now that I know all the characters and all that, (laughs) I don't necessarily have to take notes, but I had to write this down because this is what is the kid's name? Theo. Um do you know the kid's name? Theo. Oh, Theo? So he's like, so what if they're all dead? My mom, Aaron Deer, like, what if they're all dead? And then she says, Galadriel says this, what cannot be known hollows the mind. Fill it not with guesswork. I love that line. That's a great line. Yes. I love that line. And it's like a lot, a line you could apply to life. Yeah. Like, what cannot be known hollows the mind. Fill it not with guesswork. That's a good, that's, yeah. and I was like, that's amazing. It's That's basically great. like, don't worry about the stuff that can't you can't control, control or yeah. that you don't know yet. Right. So I love that line. That's a great one. That definitely applies to me. So I'm glad you brought that up. And <laughs> it's like, okay, Gladriel, I see you. Listen, she's been dropping. Some, <laughs> she's getting better some for me. Jewel, these last two episodes, she's dropping some jewels, man. Last three episodes, really. Some good, good, good life uh, lessons from her. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, she is getting better. You can see the growth with her. Uh, as well, mm-hmm. uh, with her making making amends with the queen, kind of learning how to play well with others, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah, she's definitely made some strides. Uh, then she's I wrote her. She speaks of her husband, 
I don't. So what's funny about this is so uh, people who read the books and stuff, they know she had a husband. husband, I heard somebody talking about it and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to mention her husband and they do the next episode. Yeah. But apparently he died, too. He died. She must have. And then maybe there's another one. Well, Elrond marries her daughter. And that's Arwen. Elrond and her daughter are Arwen's parents. So, Interesting. Um, yeah. So I wonder if she married. I mean, she said the husband was, was, was gone. So I mean, yeah, look, yeah. time is all relative to them, right? So like, yeah. maybe she does have a daughter, and then her daughter is going to be like adult age, and Elrond's still going to look the same. So like, it's right. not weird. Yeah. And or, or yeah, or she yeah, she could be way older than Elrond too. I don't know. Um, oh, that's yes. true. We don't even know. Like, she could. That's a great point. She could be like twice Elrond's age for all we know. Right. And they, I mean, they're still friends, but yeah, she could be open him. Although, yeah, Andy, you're no, you're exactly right. Yes, I remember this. You see your husband in the movies. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, she could have. Well, like we said before, these are not connected to the movies. To the movies. Yes, these are another set of adaptation. This is another adaptation from of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, or Lord of the Rings lore, I should say. And they and they are taking some liberties with it just to kind of and she could have multiple husbands like yeah. over time but yeah she lost one get married again it's okay she found love again at some point it's all right and but <laughs> it looks like she's filling some human characters though, yeah, so yeah 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 let's yeah. see what's up with that <laughs> yeah yes uh let's see the, so okay uh the huge cavern or the mithril we went over that um elrond is kicked out sucks king Durin catches them checking out the big old thing of mithril but they discovered there's way more the king uh kicks him out so wondering what's going to happen there that's kind of where we end uh end with that story uh back to the heart here, here's oh. the difference between this show and game of thrones in game of thrones they would have executed him <laughs> <laughs> they would have executed yeah. elrond yeah yes <laughs> well i wonder like, if- isn't that a high offense they were trying to steal mithril like shouldn't the the prince be punished and Elrond be executed <laughs> well i i wonder if he wasn't such good friends with prince Durin. maybe they would have done if that. he would have but also that would have meant war with the elves yes maybe they, they don't want that they don't want <laughs> or or man well i don't know maybe they no they don't want war. nobody wants war so uh nobody wants a war it's from uh, batman Never mind. Uh, let's see. Uh, jump back to the Harfoots. The fruit trees came back to life. Eleanor's looking all sad. Um, mm-hmm. Her friends eating, picking some apples and then eating two more or whatever, or something like that. She's like, what are you doing? We got to save these. And she's like, no, it's all good. Look. Look out the window. Everything's blooming, beautiful, green, lots of apples back to life. It's looking good. They're going to harvest. They're going to make something called apple sauce. <laughs> which someone says it's, it's, my aunt's gonna make something called applesauce we forgot about my note here is we forgot about those scary people from a couple episodes ago which we saw briefly and then they show up again and they're like oh yeah that's right these people are following yeah seemingly following they have a name forget their name oh, okay yeah um they're yeah, like they're- followers of something or they're something like that right well, they're they're uh, yeah, they're scary looking, weird. They have these weird eyes. They clearly don't talk. They are very menacing looking. 
what were they doing? They were, I think the, the two friends were, I guess, one of them was spying on them. I, I don't know if they were, they were going to approach their little village. So they're looking for, obviously they're looking for the stranger. Yes. And I think they were just trying to throw him, throw them off his scent. But why? Well, that, that was kind of dumb, to be honest. Why would you bring attention to yourselves? Yeah. To like, these uh, people. Again, leave them alone. Like leave anything involving that, just leave it alone. Because the, what they wound up doing is destroying the, the people, the villagers all approach them. The uh, Eleanor's father has a torch. Threatens the. Hey, this is what I was it. wondering: Were there Harfoots in those carriages when they lit them? I was fire? wondering that as well. Yeah, I was. I was wondering because I that. get it. Look, they're that. That was basically their homes, right? Like they don't have houses, so like it's Lots. like as if all their homes got lit on fire. That's enough reason to be like tragic, like terrified and and scared. But were there there? There had to have been some Harfoots resting in those. Oh, probably. It was nighttime. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, did he just, did they just kill like 30 Harfoots? Well, and I, I noted too that while they were, when a few minutes earlier, when everything was all happy and great, all the fruits growing, they, they, they noted that the camera, the show, like they kind of focused on how they're storing all of the fruit in their, their houses there. Oh, so all the fruit that they just got. Right. So that's why that made it even more tragic. To, but it, I remember noting that. Like, there was just, like, this montage of everyone picking all the apples, and they're showing them putting them in their baskets, and they're showing them stacking them, the baskets full of apples in each. There's, there's like, three different shots of them, someone stacking apples in their house there. And so it seems yeah, like they, you know, like, you know, a lot of characters are not, like, pure evil or pure good. Like, there's a lot of gray area. No redemption for those characters. They burned all the Harfoots' food. Burned all their food. They're pure evil. And probably some of them as well. So, okay, yeah. so hold on. I looked up the... This is on Prime Video. Oh, it says, okay. Survivors of a Cataclysm try to find safety. The Harfoots confront evil. Dern is torn between friendship and duty. Adar considers a new name. Name. Yeah, I'm, yeah I got it. Right. That is false marketing right there. <laughs> He does not consider a new name. He consider it should say he Adar considers a new name for the Southlands. That yes. is false marketing. Uh, yeah, come on, Amazon. Unless um, unless um, he was considering a new name, we just didn't. He's oh, name. that's true. They could say, oh, in his head, he was hey. considering a new name. Thinking about it, so, like if they showed, if it was like the TV show Scrubs, and they show what he's thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll change my name. So. What do you think about last week? He said he killed Sauron. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think's going on here? He basically created and Mordor. Well, this is so. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead. We're almost done, but I'm gonna go ahead and just go to the preview for next week. I I think the stranger might be Saruman because there's a scene. And it could just be editing. I don't know. You know, these these previews are just quick cuts. They're like mm-hmm. two seconds. But it shows the the three the three people that are looking for the stranger. And then you see them lifting someone out of they're like doing some looks like some kind of ritual. And they're lifting someone out of some water who looks like he has white hair as he comes out of the water. 
and I'm wondering if there's something that they do to the stranger. They dip him in some water, and he comes out, and he's a white wizard. That's what it just – I put all that together. I mean, look, just we with, talked about this at the beginning. We, you, we talked about that being one of the possibilities. I, I think it – Saruman or a, a, a wizard of some kind. Like, well, we talked about – obviously, I don't think it's Gandalf anymore. I don't think it I is just, either. I'll be surprised. I mean, it could it be Sauron reborn or whatever, it or Saruman. Be. I and like we said before, we know that Gandalf and Saruman don't show up until the Third Wait, Age or whatever. But this is an adaptation, mm -hmm. and they're gonna take liberties. Mm -hmm. So, I, or like we said, just a new wizard that we haven't met yet. Which yeah, which I actually prefer that Saruman would be pretty cool though. I was looking. Uh a few days ago on Twitter, and I think uh, uh, movie critic, reviewer, who we know from Schmodown, Drew McQueenie, asked mm -hmm. who do we think the stranger is, and a lot of people, there were a bunch of comments were just a lot of it was mostly Gandalf, Saruman, Sauron, and there, there were a few people that were naming this other wizard um, that I, I wish I, I should have noted that for, for the show today to, to bring to the show. But there was another name of another wizard that a lot of people were were saying that. So it, yeah, it could be another character that we don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know. So I just found that interesting. And again, it could be anything. It's like I said, those previews are every shot they show you is only like two seconds, so it's a quick cut. So I who knows? If it Do you think if it but. is if it is a character that we know eventually becomes evil, like a Sauron or a Saruman, is he going to be like, once he is announced to be that, is he going to just be evil from that point on? That's a good question because, uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Yes. Andy and Theral both said uh, Radagast or something like that. That's yeah, I remember yes. we talked about blue wizards too yeah. a few weeks ago. And I, I, I don't know much about them, but I've heard of them. Same, yeah. yeah. Same, same here. So I think it's yeah, I think it's possible. Um, uh, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Oh, was it like okay? If he is a Saruman or a Sauron, whatever, like is because they've been teetering with like, oh, he's dangerous, oh, but he has a good heart. Like, right. is is he going to be a pure bad guy once he comes? Once he remembers who he is? Yeah, and I think we sort of talked about this before, but I wonder because it seems like Saruman is not. All bad. I mean, him and Gandalf are friends, at least based on the. Well, the Saruman trip. is viewed as he's good, right? Until yeah. well, but he's doing stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about, right? Yet, so and it, then it's he's a, revealed it's a, as evil, like he betrays a, them. It's a Palpatine situation where it seems mm -hmm. like he's a good person. And he's playing two different roles and doing them both very well, but he's playing the good guy role very, very well. It seems like so. Um, even though they are watching it you watch that <laughs> prequel trilogy they're pretty clear even if you don't know the star wars story you can look at that and go oh no he's the bad guy yeah sure. but you know what i'm saying but yeah yeah i wonder i wonder about that i i yeah i don't know if if it is saruman <clears throat> i would imagine well see i don't know because of the way time is and that they did say they're gonna play a little bit loose with the time frames they're gonna kind of accelerate some of the stuff or move ahead with some of the the time because the, because everything takes place over, over such a long period of time hundreds to thousands of years that they may take something that happens a thousand years from now and move it up a little bit for the sake of the show so that's why i think it, it could be possible that it could be like a saruman or a gandalf like you said someone that we know um 
Oh yeah, true. I mean, we I don't, don't know. know how much season two is going to time jump too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, it can't too much because a, wait. Oh, actually, never mind. It could. Well, like a Sildor, like he's just regular human. He's right? a regular man. Or, so. But once he gets the ring, how long does he live for? Who knows? That's a good point. Yeah. So we'll point. see. Yeah. Because uh, we know it kept. Oh, kept so the inventions of the ring have to happen within his lifetime. Right. Obviously. Right. Okay. That puts it into context a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and there are forts at that mountain. So um, I don't know. Uh, and I wonder if this Mithril is involved in that. I, don't, I wonder if the ring is. That's what I was thinking. Is Mithril used to make the to rings? make the rings. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because it's right there in Middle Earth. So because remember, it we might have, be a mixture of that and other things. Some other, yeah, some other stuff. Uh, yeah, but uh, so really quick, we're almost done. Uh, let's see. Elendil regrets having saved Galadriel. <laughs> well, only because he thinks his son's dead and he blames yes. her for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and of course, that's right when she finally arrives at the camp. He, she and Theo arrive at the camp. Uh, very emotional scene where Theo finds his mom. And then uh, Aaron Deere is also right there, right there. It's a great moment when Theo hugged him. That was pretty cool. Um, to see those two characters, they, they, we see, we see. I like, I like, I like uh, Theo's uh, growth as well. You know, he's had a little, little bit of an arc himself. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was a little bit annoyed from him at first, but mm -hmm. I do think. Um, okay, I forgot about this. I mean, I know that Isildur's Numenorean, but oh. I forgot that they live. So Andy says yes. Isildur is a Numenorean. He is long lived compared to regular humans. Still, duh. Sure. That's right because the. That's why the Numenorians are mad at the elves because they got immortality and right. and the they, Numenorians they... got like partial yes immortality. And okay. I I Duh. think I read that uh, Aragorn being his heir, I think he lived well into his hundreds. I oh think, yeah, I think I remember reading that somewhere. I may be wrong. Oh, Andy. that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, so maybe they could have had him in the Hobbit trilogy and explained it somehow. Sure. <laughs> you yeah. know, I'm so glad they didn't. Surprised they didn't now that you say that. I mean, but, no, uh, they wanted him. He said no. Viggo Mortensen said no. Peter really? Jackson didn't know that. wanted him for the Hobbit trilogy and he said no. He said wow. that makes no sense no for sense. the character. <laughs> Look, Legolas made sense. And actually fits sure. in those silly movies. I guess. Aragorn is in his 80s. Yes, yeah, so yeah, yeah. And he says, uh, Aragorn is in his 80s during Lord. Yes, yeah, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he could. So he was alive during the Hobbit movies. He may have been. Yeah. Yeah. So he would have been that's, a, a uh, young guy. But. Well, it depends how much time that is, but still. Yeah. Uh,. We actually talked about this because Bilbo was what? Return of the I'm sorry, uh, Fellowship of the Ring, hundred eleventh birthday. But I think was it seventy years or something like that prior to this? Too little butter over too much bread. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh yeah, because how old is he in the Hobbit movies? I think he's in his seventies, maybe, maybe. I think I yeah. thought I remember, or or it's seventy years. I should say. I think it was. I think a. I don't know. I don't remember. That's what I thought I heard something. But I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but whatever, yeah. So okay, uh, well, 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Ellen Dill, yeah, he's a. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Aaron Deer, excuse me, is alive. Great moment with him and Theo. Uh, I love this scene. Queen Muriel is ready to strike back. Okay. Uh, uh, Gal- Galadriel, Galadriel goes to goes up to her. <clears throat> Obviously, she can't see. Which Galadriel sees that and is just like you can see the oh no, <laughs> like on her face, like she really feels bad. Some great acting by uh, mm-hmm. by the actress there. I love how the queen reached and touched uh, Galadriel's face. Probably felt the tears coming out of her eyes. Um, Great line, which I wrote down. She says, do not spend your pity on me, elf. I thought for a second when she said that, that it was going to be, they're going to be back to (laughs) beefing again. Mm -hmm. But she says, save it for our enemies, for they do not know what they have begun. I was like, oh, that's great. So the queen's ready to strike back. Which I think is awesome. Yeah, no, I like that because the, I keep forgetting his name, but I love his character. Isildur's dad. Elendil. Um, he doesn't want to he wants to get out of there and have nothing to do with it anymore and he turns his back because later because he had a personal loss but the queen is like no like if a is really dead we lost a soldier that's unfortunate but he's like we gotta do you know what's right and she believes you know coming back to oh well her thing is her thing is like no we're yeah we're going to war she's just like no this is and not to mention they killed a bunch of her soldiers and blinded her yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. so for her, this he's is taking an act it of war. personal. Yeah, yeah. For her, this is an act of war. She's ready to to strike back and, and bring these enemies down, the orcs and whoever's leading them, bring them, bring them down. Uh, I do agree with this comment. I didn't want to, you know, let's uh, that fa- I thought about this. Phazeon will try to overthrow the queen while she's blind. There, I think that is exactly what will probably happen. Oh, uh, the that little snake that, dude. Yes, that, uh, that. number two guy. Yeah, yes. I think because he's a chancellor, he, right? He had he had his own. It seems like it. Yeah, he he definitely had his own plans to let to allow all this to happen. Because he said, whoever's going to be the king is going to be the king of this land, and they're they're going to owe us a lot of a lot of favor uh, for us helping them. I know the king is obviously Halbrand. Who uh, speaking to him, we see that he survived. Uh, he's uh, been badly injured, but he survived. Galadriel says uh, to Aaron Deer, he needs elvish medicine. Uh, he goes out. The people see him alive, so a big morale boost for them. They're hailing their king. So they're going to go. Where are they going? No, th- I know. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> he said, because when he woke up, she was like, you need elvish medicine. And he's like, no, we can't leave these people here. Yeah. And they get up and leave anyway. And we- so... Where are they going? I'm wondering, are they? Oh, and we see the queen on on one of the ships. Uh, yeah, heading I, back. Heading back. Are they going? I, I, they're going to a maybe. Elf Galadriel city. knows a nearby place that has some elvish medicine. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe there's a nearby elf elf city where they can get some. Although she did say she's gonna go talk to the king. So maybe they're mm. heading back to. Well, that that headquarters or whatever is not in the. It's across the ocean. It's, it's in Middle Earth, right? No, it was, wasn't it? Oh, it's not? I thought it was, didn't she? To talk to her king, wasn't that? She was on a boat. Remember, she was on that boat that got lost at sea. So she's way. No, because they were going back to the elf dimension or whatever. 
Oh, you're right. So like there's That's two true. different locations. There's the well, place came- where like she was being sent back to after she was like going to retire or whatever. Yes. And then there's the place that Elrond and the Elf King were hanging out in. Like, that's but, not there. But she was there also. Remember, she was talking to Elrond. Yeah, but I think I don't think you have to travel by. I think that's on in Middle Earth. Okay. I'm not mistaken. You might be right. Or like okay. it's on land. Linden. Linden. Oh, yeah. she did say Linden was in. Yes. Yeah, so maybe she's right. going there. Yeah, that's she what said, I'm saying. She did yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. She said Linden. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that is in Middle Earth. Okay. But wait, okay. but why did he stay? Oh, no, we got to stay like whatever. Like, I don't know. Maybe uh, Andy, yes, your yes, your king is on Midway. Yeah, you're right. Yes, so so maybe then, uh, okay, so maybe we'll see uh, uh, Galadriel and Elrond reunited. They're gonna go talk to the king. Who knows what the king is up to? I don't know if he's really up to. We haven't seen him in a while. We haven't seen him since Elrond and Durin left to go talk to the Dwarf King. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Uh, Remember, he was even looking mischievous when they were leaving. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We don't know what he's up to. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Hey, our buddy John Boost. Thanks for joining us, man. Hello. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So that's basically it. Hold on, my thing closed. Uh, see if I make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, oh yeah. And then we get to Balrog scene, which we talked about. Oh no, the Balrog is down there in the mines. And then I wrote, just wrote Mordor, and then I'll get to it. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think this is a really good episode. A good follow up to the last one. Yeah, I. Like I said, it stayed on par for quality wise. Very different episode, but yeah. it stayed on par quality. It this season season's really ending strong for me. If, yeah. If okay, if next episode is as good as this episode, I'm like, okay, that was solid. I'm ready for season two. Right. Right. And oops, I thought Andy, I thought about this as well. If Halbrand is on, Galadriel could be bringing him right where he wants to be. That's a good point. Wow. I don't know. I just I, I won't rule that out. I think that's I don't know how much of a possibility. If that's true, like how why certain actions by the character would have make sense to me if that's true. I agree. Like why would he even contemplate like whether he wants to go back to the Southlands and be king or not? Like we saw him yeah. like struggling with that on his own. That's a good point. Unless like unless... why would well, unless he thinks he's someone else, and that's that, then that's different. Like, okay, so let's say there was a uh, that guy existed, but like Sauron just overtook his body or something, yeah. And like, in order to survive, and he's deep down inside him somewhere or something. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Miller sends a super sticker. Thank, uh, you, thank you so much, Jeffrey. Um, and I see the Streamlabs getting mentioned in the comments. We don't have access to the Streamlabs, so they have to be sent to us. So yeah. uh, if we can get to them, we got to wrap up the show here. But um, so I got to double check. Um, they haven't they haven't been sent to us yet. So yeah, if not, we'll uh, we'll definitely get to it. Start the show next week, if not. Yeah, we'll, we'll, but thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Jeff Miller, thank you, buddy. Yeah, it's really awesome. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Um, I'm, I thought it was a solid episode. I'm I'm ready for the finale. Hopefully I know, it's man. Good. <laughs> Ready for now. Well, now that we know they're shooting season two, I'm super excited. I already was, but yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, they literally it. just started, which is yeah. great. Yeah, I can't wait to see how this ends. I wonder. It doesn't seem like we're gonna actually see the rings at, at, at any. No, point not in this season. In season. No, in the so, series, yes. I wonder if the series will end with the rings or not. I or think we'll we... get a season or two with the rings. 
I mean, think and, about all the people that get rings. There's a lot of them. There's like 20 of them. So, yeah, it's a good point. So that's going to change like the whole. And like we said, I mean, I should know this. You should know this. Are all of the rings magical or just the one I, ring? I, I think they are. They must be because what's the point of them if they're not magical? Right. Yeah. Right? And I, I wonder if the show is actually just going to be about everyone having rings. and the, Well, it's called the, the power, rings of power. That's what I'm saying. The power struggle between all the people that have rings. You know, We jumped... Hey, look, we saw the creation of Mordor unexpectedly and very quickly. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But like they haven't even talked about making rings yet. So that's the thing. No, the, the king, uh, the elf king just mentioned we're going to build a tower that can forge anything mm-hmm. and, 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 and really and can for and really quickly too with great speed or something like that. He said. So now we don't know if he's talking about the rings or just talking about weapons or. I think we talked about that before, but I don't know. There's a lot going on. I think this episode was called The Eye. Like, this is the eye of the storm that's passing over. Oh, yeah. They're messing with us. I think there's going to be more. Definitely an allusion to the eye of Sauron for sure. Like, maybe he's watching wherever he is or he knows what's going on. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could be. There's a lot of characters who still could wind up being a lot of people uh, that we are familiar with and who are either going to be great or cause a lot of damage or both like in the case of the Sildor. Um, speaking of him, we still don't know exactly what happened to him. So I'll be curious to see uh, what actually did happen to him um, and how he gets out of it. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. It was a lot of fun. I do uh, want to hear, let me end it on this. Uh, okay. This will give us a hint to maybe who is Sauron because okay. So basically in the lore, it says that Sauron only made one of the 20 rings, the famed one ring to rule them all. Right. Although he assisted in the creation of the nine rings for mortal men and the seven rings for the dwarves. Oh, okay. So interesting. keep an eye out once the rings start getting made. Sauron might be around and we don't even know it. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. That's, a, that's very interesting. So he made his ring. So that, yeah, okay. Yeah, I did not know that. But they, like I said, adaptation, they might not follow that. Sure, sure. That's sure. all. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. All right, fascinating. So we, this show needs to be five seasons. We need five seasons of this show. It is. <laughs> oh, is it? I was just kidding. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> they right. literally said we're doing five seasons. Oh, okay. All right, well, good. <laughs> and Jake says Sauron's 100% around already. All right, we'll see. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So... All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jeffrey, everybody watching. Uh, Andy, thanks for watching along with us. Our buddy, Jake Berlin. Thank you, man. Thanks for joining along and uh, uh, jumping around in the chat, buddy. Um, Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, we got one episode left. So uh, the interesting. Went by so fast. (laughs) I I, did, right? It didn't seem like it, but yeah. (laughs) So uh, this has been fun uh, talking to the show with you, man. Uh, Glad we're here to see this. Yeah, I've enjoyed, uh, enjoyed doing this every Saturday having you guys watching along um got a big finale coming up it's gonna be big i wonder i wonder uh each episode has been about 70 plus minutes so i wonder this will be the same love that go a little longer i wonder so uh but either way feels like a real tv show right (laughs) exactly exactly um but yeah either way we're gonna be here to talk about it so uh that's gonna be it jacob you have anything uh 
you want to share? No, that's it, man. I mean, we got check out Apocalypse now on Tuesday. Of course, we got uh, the She-Hulk finale is going to be next week, and we'll be covering that on Marvel Rewind. Um, I should be on there uh, with Brian. And, yeah, just keep an eye out. And also, uh, Fandalorian Club, we'll be talking more Andor next week as well. Andor, which I love. I thought this, yeah, I love Andor. I'm enjoying that show. Uh, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, check out Apocalypse Now, too, live Tuesday nights. Uh, just at standard time. Yeah, somewhere between six six thirty and seven, one of those times. <laughs> It'll definitely be Tuesday evening. We'll let you know. Follow all our social medias. Go check check us out there. We'll let you know uh, when to tune in. And of course, come back here next Saturday. Um, probably going to be finale. Back. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll let you know the time. Uh, it's probably, probably working out later to start a little bit later. It seems like our friends. Uh, Andy and other people can join us, so we'll let you know for sure. But we'll, we'll definitely be back on yeah, next Saturday. Just keep an eye out on the channel; it'll show what time it'll be at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're back to talk about that. Uh, thank you again for joining us for Jacob Barley. I'm Keith Barnes. This is the Rings of Power, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power weekly review show. We'll see you next week. <laughs>